WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone. It's Thursday, January 21st, 2021. The White House has some new tenants as the presidential transition came to a close yesterday afternoon. WPGU's Tory Gelman reports on the inauguration of President Biden. Yesterday morning, Joseph R. Biden Jr. was sworn in as the 46th President of the United States of America. Inauguration attendees included Barack and Michelle Obama, Senator Bernie Sanders, and former Vice President Mike Pence, as well as Democratic Senator Amy Klobuchar and Republican Senator Roy Blunt, who gave introductory speeches. Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor swore in Kamala Harris, who made history as the first Black American first Asian American, and first woman to become the Vice President of the United States. Joe Biden was sworn into office using the same Bible as when he became Vice President in 2009 and 2013. President Biden delivered a powerful speech in which he thanked his predecessors, both Democratic and Republican, for having paved the way for his leadership. All those who supported our campaign, I'm humbled by the faith you've placed in us. To all those who did not support us, let me say this. Hear me out as we move forward. Take a measure of me and my heart. If you still disagree, so be it. That's democracy. That's America. Biden denounced fake news and urged those with authority to promote the truth and only the truth. He spoke about the coronavirus pandemic and took a moment of silence for all who lost their lives this past year. Biden talked about the 400 years in the making racial justice movement that gained significant momentum in the summer of 2020 free health care for all, and the need for care of our planet as the very real dangers of climate change continue. Biden emphasized the unity that is required to make this nation successful and asked all American people to join together as a community. From WPGU News, I'm Tori Gilman. As his term came to a close, former President Donald Trump made his final acts from the Oval Office yesterday. WPGU's Tara Mobasher has the story of these era-ending policies. With just hours left in office yesterday morning, former President Donald Trump issued 73 pardons and 70 commutations to his allies, including Stephen Bannon, his former chief strategist who was accused of fraud this past summer. Bannon was charged with defrauding Trump supporters who donated to the fundraising campaign to build the former president's border wall. While over $25 million were collected, Bannon allegedly used $1 million for personal expenses. Another ally of Trump who was granted clemency includes Ken Kersen, a friend of Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, who was charged with cyber-stalking during his divorce. Adding to the list of his final acts as president, Trump also lifted a 10% tariff on aluminum from the United Arab Emirates, a policy which he enacted in 2018. It will be enforced beginning February 3rd. Refusing to attend President Biden's inauguration, Trump left Washington, D.C. for Palm Beach, Florida, early on Wednesday morning, breaking a century-long tradition while closing a rather unconventional presidential term. With WPGU News, this is Tara Mobasher. Newly elected President Biden discussed the urgent need to address areas where he believed the Trump administration had failed. WPGU's Ann McEwen has more on the president's plans to mend the country. Hours after his inauguration, President Biden signed a series of executive orders aimed at reversing Trump-era administration policies. 
President Biden rejoined the World Health Organization, appointing leading infectious disease expert Anthony Fauci to head the U.S. delegation. Biden also enacted a mask mandate and social distancing requirement on all federal property. Biden ordered a halt to the construction of the U.S.-Mexico border wall, ended the ban on travel from some Muslim-majority countries, reinforced DACA, creating a pathway to citizenship for thousands of immigrants, and revoked a Trump order that sought to exclude non-citizens from the census. On the environment, Biden declared his intent to rejoin the Paris Climate Accord and revoked the approval of the Keystone XL pipeline. Biden also enforced a temporary stall on oil and natural gas leases in the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge. Biden has instructed federal agencies to prioritize racial equity and review policies that reinforce systemic racism. Biden also put a freeze on housing evictions through at least the end of March and a freeze on federal student loan debt through September. From WPGU News, I'm Ann McEwen. Champagne drivers can expect lane closures on Neal Street starting today. WPGU's Mac Dudley reports on the extent of those closures. American Dowell Signs will close one southbound lane of Neal Street between Church and Park Street. This closure will begin on January 21st in order for sign maintenance to occur at 217 North Neal Street. As only one lane will close, southbound traffic will be able to continue in a limited capacity, and the city encourages caution when traveling through construction areas. This construction has been a part of many small repairs occurring in Champaign since the beginning of the year, when other streets such as Healy Street and University Avenue have experienced closures due to issues such as water line and sewer damage. Students returning to campus should follow safety precautions around construction work, but student traffic should remain relatively undisturbed, as stoplights have resumed normal signal operations on 4th Street and 6th Street on January 18th. For WPGU News, this is Mac Dudley. The Illinois Department of Public Health announced an additional 4,822 coronavirus cases in Illinois yesterday, along with an additional 107 deaths. The total number of infections in the state has now increased to 1,081,354, and the death toll statewide to 18,398. This comes as Chicago is set to join the rest of Illinois in the next phase of vaccination rollout this upcoming Monday, which includes the elderly age 65 and older and frontline essential workers. For WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone.